Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. You're listening to More Than a Season podcast with Ashley and Brittany. Join us as we walk through what life is like supporting someone within the sports industry. Real, authentic, behind-the-scenes look at what the support system experiences but no one discusses. Grab a drink, sit back, and listen because we are about to get real. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Stop listening. Press pause. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, scroll down to the ratings and reviews. Select five stars and give us a review. And if you're on Spotify, click our podcast page and click follow and download to listen to all of our episodes. Thanks so much. Enjoy this episode. Hello. Hey, welcome back. It has been a long time. I know. I'm excited. I feel like, so Ashley and I usually batch some of our episodes just because it's easier for us for recording purposes. And we literally haven't seen each other in like, it's like six weeks. Yeah. Six weeks. Yeah, it's used, we're used to like seeing each other. I don't know if y'all have listened to some of our previous episodes, but we live like one street apart. And so basically Brittany and I are joined at the hip and we see each other like daily. And so it's really weird when you go without seeing someone for like six weeks. Yeah, it's crazy. And we're like, I don't know, we just don't record with just us. So it feels even weirder that we're here and we're talking to you guys without interviewing someone. Yeah, and we got a lot of good feedback, so apparently y'all do like listening to us, so we are going to start talking a little bit more, so we're excited to start doing that as well, but yeah. we kind of want to tell y'all what we've been up to because we love sharing life with everyone, and that is basically what's been going on the past six weeks is what we've been doing, and whether you've seen that on social media or whatever, you've kept up with us, we've been all over the place, so yeah. Brittany, where have you been? I was in California for five weeks, which is really crazy. It was really fun, but long. I went back for a surgery that I had to have. I'm like a 90 year old woman and I had bunion (laughs) surgery. So (laughs) if you've ever had bunion surgery, then we can definitely relate to each other. But yeah, I had a bunion surgery and I actually have to get my other foot done. So I had, you know, it's crazy. They like break, they broke both of my toes, which is not yeah. what I was expecting. <laughs> I can't handle anything like broken, none of that thing. I mean, I know you were probably, un- you were like yeah. passed out. Yeah, I was out. And I had a crazy experience too, because obviously with COVID, they don't let anyone go back with you. And I think I've mentioned this on other episodes, but I have really, really bad anxiety. And especially in hospitals, it's like really bad. And so usually if my mom goes back with me before surgery, I'm totally fine. Like, you know, she can distract me. And they were like, no, unfortunately, like I even talked to my doctor and he's like, I don't care. Like she can come back. He's like, you just have to clear it. And then they were like, no, she can't. So I was already like worked up. And then the anesthesiologist comes over and he's like, okay, I'm going to start your IV. And I'm like, okay, I have really good veins, by the way. Ooh, I don't. They always stick me like six times to figure it out. So I do. So I'm like, okay, you know, like this is going to be whatever. And he starts looking at a vein on like the side of my wrist. Oh, which I had never had anyone do an IV there before. The hand IVs, those are the absolute Yeah, those worst. are the worst. I'm like, I don't literally like any of them. pick anything else, like anything else. I don't like any of them, but he starts to do that and I'm like, oh God. And so then I'm like freaking out and then I could tell he was, and it was painful. Did like, you faint? No, but oh. he was just like poking around there and I was like in pain, <laughs> like in awful. so much pain. Yeah. Like I was pinching me. And so finally the nurse comes over, like nurses are saints. Like nurses are literal saints. Yeah. If you're a nurse, I love you because- 
you guys just make everyone feel comfortable in those situations. So she came over and she like saw my face and she was like, okay, like I'm going to get you some oxygen. Like we're going to just tilt you back. And she's like laying me flat and she's like, and I'm going to do your IV. And I was like, thank goodness. Like, why is this man doing my IV? Later on, she told me like whispered, like, I don't know why he did your IV there. And she's like, it was so weird. And I'm like, I know. But anyways, it was anyways, that was the worst part of my surgery. So you know that it's a good surgery when that's the worst part. But it was a long time of recovering there. And then we stayed an extra week because they ended up randomly getting a week off. And so Drew came out to California to originally pick me up. And then he just stayed for a week and we just hung out and soaked up some of that amazing sun. You did some house projects though. I did. So my dad was like, here's something that we can do together because I don't have a saw, a miter saw. And so this my dad is like was her like, number one present she wants is a miter I do. saw. It's the most random thing, but she wants it for all her home projects. <laughs> I do. And so my dad was, and I've never used one before. So my dad was like, well, this is perfect. Like you can use it. I can kind of show you the different things and like we can build something because my mom wanted a couch for these cushions that she had. So for we, like the patio, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. For like her, they have a really cool backyard. And so she, she was like, I want to build a couch around these cushions. So my dad was like, okay, let's do it. So we looked at like Pottery Barn couch. My dad is like, I don't know. He's amazing at that stuff. He's like, okay, we're just going to do this and this. And then we just like eyeballed it and did it. Yeah, I don't know. My dad's like that too. I don't understand how they were just like born knowing how to cut a two by four. Like I've never understood that. Like also, I just like, how is your math that good? Mm -hmm. I mean, I just was not good at math and I don't think my dad was either. So I'm like, how... How do you like translate that into projects? Yeah, I have no idea. But I do think that like always doing those projects with your dad are so fun because it's like stuff that you built together. And then when you see it at the house, like that's something y'all accomplished. It was so fun. We built, and so we ended up building like a little bench too and like made a day bed out of it. So they had extra cushions. Instead of making two couches, we made a a, like day bed, which was so nice. And then the next day we had a family barbecue. Hadn't seen my family in like two years Mm -hmm. since I'd moved to Pullman, like my extended family. And my dad was like, Brittany built that couch. So it was so sweet. He like kept like throwing my name out there. Like, did you see the couch she built? And people were like, what? And we were like, yeah, we did it today. And they're like, you build a couch in a day? And I was like, yeah, I guess. So That's the best though. It was fun. But it was so nice to be home. I was like not ready to come back. To come back. I know. I, I literally, so I came back from my little adventure yesterday actually. And I texted Brittany the moment I got to the stop sign, like by our house. And I was like, oh my gosh, I can feel it. Like my hair was damp and my face was like soaking wet. I'm like, welcome back to the humidity. Yeah. You had crazy travels. Like you were all over the place. So basically I went to Texas for an event. So my events are back up and running and it's, you know, such a blessing. But this event was at the star in Frisco. So where the Dallas Cowboys are at, it was not for them, but that was where the meeting was held. And um, so that was a great time. And it's so funny with events. A lot of people think that, you know, events are like party planning, but not this type of event. <laughs> like it's a I bunch feel, of old men. <laughs> yes. It's a bunch of old men and they're having like a meeting and I can't say like the client's name or whatever, but they basically were doing the meeting and it is like customer service phase 24 seven. And yeah. so my days, I think a lot of people probably don't know that events you start before everybody wakes up to get Mm -hmm. everything ready so my day was like 5 a.m to like 7 p.m and we were doing that basically 
two to three days. And then after the event concluded, I hopped on a plane and I went to Disney World to join my family. So my family are big Disney people. I went a couple times growing up, but I have identical twin sisters and a brother, but my identical twin sisters, they love Disney. So when we went to Disney, it was not one of those casual, like you walk through the park, you take in the scene, like you kind of wave to Mickey as you go get some popcorn. No, this was like full on, you go to this ride by 7 a.m., you get to this ride by 10, like if you don't, you're dust. Like you literally, you're not going <laughs> to make it. They have like it. a schedule. Yes, we had a schedule. And of course, this was my sister's like idea, but they were spot on. Like I give them all the credit. They were like, if you do not get to this ride by 7.30 in the morning when the park opens or whatever, you're not going to be able to ride it. And sure enough, they were like on it every single time. So that's crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. That's like some detailed like work that they have to put yes. in. And I never really realized like how many adult Disney fans there are until you're an adult yourself. And there's a lot. There's a lot. And I will say that for COVID though, they did like an awesome job. Like they had everyone space out. Like there was people always making you put your mask on. Like if mm-hmm. you were in like close proximity and then they had this really cool app. If anyone's going to Disney anytime soon, here's a little free tidbit is to download the Disney app and and through the lines in the park, they had interactive, like, QR codes that you scan. Cool. And they were doing, like, games as they, like, you were standing in line. Oh, so it was that's really cool. cool. You know what's really funny is I used to work at Universal Studios, if you didn't know that. And they actually started that. Oh, cool. Like, game thing before COVID happened. And they started doing it at Halloween Horror Nights because it's, like, our highest lines. Like, usually the lines there are, like three to four hour long waits Mm -hmm. for one thing. So they were like, okay, well, we need to give people something to do. So I wonder if Disney had that like in their back pocket and then all of a sudden this happened and then they were like, oh, now we can push it out. We should do it. Yeah. Yeah, it was really neat. And I think that, you know, it's always cool to see these are the places that I went when I grew up. So like having your parents tell you like, oh, do you remember when we went on that ride together? And just like really reminiscing and doing those things. So it was a lot of fun. But on the way back, (laughs) we were exhausted and we were flying back to Dallas and four rows in front of us on the airplane, this lady had a seizure and she had a son next to her and the son was like toddler age and she was four rows in front of us. And all I see is some lady stand up and start waving, like some random lady start waving and say, excuse me, like someone hurry, hurry, hurry. And this lady was like convulsing, like in her, so scary. in her chair. And so, I mean, I just was so blown away by the entire process and Southwest handled it like insanely well. But basically, I don't know if anybody has ever experienced this on an airplane, but they have a headset that hooks into like the ceiling of the airplane. And they were radioing the emergency ER crew, oh, all of that. That's what I was, okay, yeah. that's so crazy. I was going to ask you that. Like, do they have, are they trained for this? But they talked to like the 911 paramedics. Yeah, or- so it was crazy. They first, they came over the intercom and to not panic anybody, they were like, hey, we have a medical emergency for our sweet friend up here. Like, please sit down. And we're going to ask, is there any doctors or nurses on board? Mm -hmm. Again, pointing out to all the nurses and the doctors, all these people just jumped up. And so it was really cool that there was actually people on board, the slight chance that something happened. So, I mean, they had an IV on board. They had all this medical supplies. Yeah. And one of the doctors even had his kit with him. So it was really cool. But all that to say, like, it was really neat that the airline, like, plugged in. They were giving instructions. I mean, it That's was really cool. neat. So she ended up okay, by the way. That's crazy. crazy. I told you about this, but I saw a 
guy have a seizure in his car and he hit a a phone line when I was at home. So that was scary. I had to call 911 for the first time, which was like so scary. I don't know if you ever had to do that, but it was like, I was panicked. I didn't even know this man. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, someone needs to hurry, get here fast. And they were like, okay, like we are, we're on the way. And he was awesome. Like he was just like really calm and, you know, walked me through everything of what we should be doing for this man because none of us knew. There was a ton of people, but no one was like a doctor. And so afterwards I was like, oh my gosh, dad, that felt like forever. Cause my dad was with me. We were shopping for couch supplies. <laughs> um, but we were like, I was like, that was, felt like forever. He's like, I know they always take so long. And then I looked at my phone and I was like, that was only four minutes mm-hmm. that I was on the phone yeah. with them. I felt like it was 20 minutes. Yeah, I was super impressed. And like when they landed, okay, I totally am like so annoyed when we land and everybody jumps up and grabs their stuff like they're going to eject out of the plane. I'm like, it's "It's not even taxied yet. I'm like, calm yourself. And then they push through to the front. It's like, sit down. Yes. And so, you know, once you travel enough, you're like, just take it easy. Like, it's going to be okay. We're all going to get off. And so they told everyone to stay seated. And so I was sitting there next to my sisters. I'm like, I guarantee there's going to be one person for sure that jumps up and pushes these poor people out of the way to get to their connection and nobody moved I was very impressed wow yeah and everyone clapped <laughs> everyone clapped and I was like okay I have restored my faith in these people on the airplane because how much longer did you have like when that happened how much longer did you have on your flight 45 minutes wow. in the air wow. yeah we were over like the gulf and so you could tell he like sped up like the captain sped up I mean it wasn't like life-changing movement but they said that they were trying to go fast because we couldn't land we're in the middle say, of the ocean would, yeah what would they have done wow yeah I'm so. sure if it was that serious though they would have landed a lot earlier yeah than they did yeah. yeah yeah so it was all good but yes with all that drama to say it was it was a good time <laughs> it was eventful <laughs> it was very eventful got me some new Mickey Mouse ears it's all good but now we are back and so we're, we're back yes and better than ever you guys better than <laughs> ever. yes and in one piece but we have a lot of fun stuff coming up for a podcast and we won't ruin the surprise but basically with the whole entire year what is one thing Renny? you were like wow I am really surprised by this I can't believe this happened with the podcast I just can't believe how big our reels blew up I mean mm-hmm. I feel like we talked about this for so long and you know we've been wanting to make this community even better since the beginning and we were like okay what's that one thing that's gonna like push us over the edge and and it was our reels and we really didn't see that coming and they're so fun for us to create so it's awesome that that is the thing that has kind of I know we always laugh because like I look like a minion in my yellow hoodie and one of the most popular ones that we have and then the other second one is again in a yellow hoodie. Mm-hmm. I'm like maybe that's our good luck charm but if you don't wear your yellow hoodie <laughs> next time I'm gonna be mad. No one's gonna watch. Yeah no but we like okay so with Instagram world we have received some interesting like DMs and comments. Yeah. I never thought I'd see the day but I guess that means we're doing something right. You'll have to talk about the craziest one that we received. Oh my gosh so we basically first off let's start off with the mean comments you hear about them all the time and I literally was waiting on the day that we would receive something like you guys look dumb or I don't even know and so some lady it was like those dumb blondes or something not even funny I was like man it wasn't even creative it was just like y'all are dumb so and then we had a 40 year old man and I know this because I creeped on him I'm like okay who is this guy you know I got like pictures of bulldogs on his and he had, Page. he had like two sons that were our age. I'm like, you are going to bully people online when you have children that are like 
<laughs> I was like, what a weirdo. But yeah, but the cherry honestly, on top. Honestly, it makes yeah. us happy. It makes me yeah. feel like we made it once we get a mean comment. I know. I almost like reply. I'd be like, thank you. I appreciate it. Like it <laughs> does not, it. <laughs> it does not hurt my feelings whatsoever. But we did on one of our pictures just to give you guys a little laugh. I don't know if it's funny, but I thought I it was hilarious. It's so funny. We posted a picture. I don't know if y'all have seen it, but it's where our, we're like kicking our foot towards the camera. Now to make that photo, that was like a full-on ab workout yoga pose and it took like five times to make that photo Ashley comes up with these awesome creative ideas for our pictures but a lot of the time I'm like how do I get my body to look like that I know I'm like well maybe if I hoist you up on top of my waist we can make the I don't even know I just like see things I'm like okay let's try it so anyway we tried the cook the kicking the foot thing we get this message and I cannot even get it out without laughing he literally said Hey, can you take a photo, but remove your shoes and your socks? Would love to see. And then put the feet emoji. And I was like, oh, no. And I said, Ashley, this was right after I got my surgery. I said, should I send him a picture of these feet? Like that would be, he would probably be like so gross. (laughs) He's like, no thanks. He's like, never again. Am I going to ask for that? I know. I was like, I wonder how much. No, I'm just kidding. I would never do that. But I was just like, man. And so, yeah, weird I forgot that people exist like that. I don't know. I just like, did you ever watch that show that was like people that ate paper? Yes. The obsessions on TLC or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, Where they eat like the soap and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know. Maybe we should start posting more foot pictures. I have no idea. (laughs) The shows shows used to be wild when we were growing up. Like MTV Next and MTV Room Raiders. Yeah. The Room Raiders or what was the one? It was on MTV as well where you would like date somebody else for a weekend. It was like your ex or whatever. It was like Switch or something. I don't remember. But you would like date your ex-boyfriend while your your new one watched you in camera. Yes. Yes. And then date my mom. Oh my gosh. Yes. Wow. Good times. Good times. That is why we are the way we are today. (laughs) No, just kidding. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. So we just had to basically share our funny little comments on our reels. We have way more to come. We have fun things coming your way, but we just wanted to share a little tidbit. Yeah. And we have some fun interviews that are going to be coming out soon with some new questions. So season two starts next week. So make sure you guys check back next week for our new episode on Wednesday. Yeah, I think with the episodes we have been talking a lot about just digging deeper into our questions and so Mm -hmm. that's something we're totally going to focus on just because we're learning what everyone is wanting to hear and it feels like the more raw the better and so for us we're working on just like getting in there and asking the good questions yeah we're asking we have no filter anymore I feel like we've had a year of this we're like who cares no we'll ask whatever you want us to ask so if you think of anything let us know yeah So Brittany came up with this wonderful little game and she has decided that it would be fun to rapid fire questions at one another to basically throw us off our game and hopefully stump one of us. But she's way more creative at the word. I call her like the word fairy because she creates all these wonderful things. So if her questions are so much better than mine, you guys just will know. So Brittany, I'll let you start at the bar off high. Yeah, I can't take credit for this. I actually had one of my friends tell me, she was like, it would be so fun if you guys did this. So basically, Ashley and I in our separate corners came up with questions to ask each other. So we haven't talked about this beforehand. We don't know what we're going to say. We're just going to go ahead and ask each other questions and then see the answers. So, okay. Are you ready? Oh, I'm nervous. Okay. <laughs> okay. First question for you. 
what is a current obsession that you have? Ooh, like anything. Anything. TV show, movie, clothes, food, drinks, anything. Yeah. So right now I have like two obsessions. So one is I love collecting shoes to begin with, but I have been looking for like just fun, bright colored sandals. So everything is like bright, fun, like the little tassel things. I don't know. So I'm obsessed with those. And then second that I'm obsessed with is like beach hats, which I've never, I'm not even going to the beach anytime <laughs> soon, but I just like feel the like big, big, no, hats? not the floppy ones, but like the fedora looking style okay, okay. or more of like the flat brim, like wicker. Okay. Yeah. And why do you need more than one? I don't know, but I just think they're so fun. They and are so fun. yeah, any of those things. Okay, so jumping onto that, what is a style that you regret ever buying into? Anything. Like style mm. that you were like, I can pull this off, and you're like, why did I do that? Low-rise jeans. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I spent always, so much money on those. Yeah, and I also thought I looked really great in the moment, and then looking back on it, I'm like, I look fat. Like, I have a muffin top, but <laughs> everyone has a muffin <laughs> everyone top. Everyone does. You know what I mean? Like, it's not, yeah. like, just me, but, like... Yeah, no, those were not good. Well, why were the pocket designs so big? Yeah. I never understood that. It wasn't like this tiny little pocket. It was huge with yeah. like diamonds on it. And yep, you always had all the studs. Like yes. why? I don't know. And knockoff Miss Me jeans, like you could oh, know. Yeah. You knew. Mm -hmm. You're like, those are knockoff. That's not real. Yeah. But that's crazy. Yeah. Lay a next one on me. What is it? Okay. What is your most vivid high school memory? Oh, gosh. It could be anything. Well, high school, so I was a different person in high school, to be completely honest. I know, I was too. That's why I thought of this question. I was like, wow, okay. Yeah. Taking us back. Well, okay, so basically in high school, if you knew high school Ashley, I was like Miss Mayor, like trying so hard to like be, I was part of that big 5A high school. And so to be well known, you basically had to be the best or it was like nothing. And I wish sometimes that it was a little more relaxed kind of atmosphere. But mm -hmm. anyway, one of my vivid memories is when they announced homecoming court. So I worked my entire life, literally from like seventh grade till senior year, I had a portfolio to like apply to be homecoming queen. This is all I wanted <laughs> in life. And of course, looking back, you're like, that's pathetic, but that's what it was like in that town. And so I remember sitting there, you had sent in your applications and I was at the pep rally. There was like, I mean, I don't even know 3000 students at this pep rally and they announced the homecoming court. And I stood up because you were supposed to go stand in the middle of the gym. Well, cheerleaders sit in this weird kind of check mark with your legs for like a long time I don't know if you've seen it be like bend your leg yeah. back with your pom-poms my leg fell asleep and so my leg literally would not straighten out and like walk so I was like half walking half limping like into oh, the middle of the court and so I remember they're like in your queen court nominees are Ashley Memkin and I stand up and it was like Bling. and I literally like went down and I couldn't even walk straight so that's one of my memories that's but so funny yes so yeah <laughs> after all that work yes I wonder if we're thinking like similar things because my next question is what is a characteristic about yourself that's changed since you were younger mm. so should I do since high school or should I do since like younger younger mm, let's do younger younger okay when I was a kid they always called me the cruise director because I was, I'm still, I'm still pretty bossy, but I would like boss people around or whatever. But I would also like come up with these elaborate, like 
choreography, dances. And I know a lot of people Mm -hmm. did this too, but I was like in charge of it. I was trying to coordinate my cousins and my friends and we would come up with movies and I was always the person in charge. So for the longest time, people thought I was going to be like a director or an actor or like something in that. And I'm like, that's just not me anymore. (laughs) I'm very like, I mean, I'm still, I still have like that kind of type A personality where like I like to be in control, but I don't, you're I, would, not like I would never bossing. want to be in the spotlight. Yeah. Like I would never want to, it stresses me out. I had to do a work like speech and I hate public speaking, like hate it. And I had to like put an ice pack on my lap because I was like stressing out so bad. <laughs> I was freaking out. I was like, oh my God, I need, I'm going to overheat. Like I'm going to die. Like You need like a personal fan. Yeah, I was like dying. So give me the next one. Lay okay. it on me. What is your current favorite song? Oh gosh. Um, okay. Well, I'm pretty much the person that listens to like, I guess, different genres throughout the day. So during work, I'm like totally pop. And because you work on your computer, you're not gonna be like jamming out to, you know, Chris Brown. So you listen to like what top 40s? Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. And then I like the Christian contemporary. I like the country. Okay. I think I don't know. I don't really have a favorite song. But I'm trying to think of one that's, like, specific. But basically, I'll just give a roundabout answer, is I like to listen to the top 40. And then, honestly, since we've been on TikTok, they've got some good jams they going do. on. They do. Yeah. some good jams. I don't know if it's me holding on to my youth, but I feel like when I listen to it, I'm like, Man. Okay, I'm not into the, like, dance tiktok things no. that people are doing. No, yeah, I'm calling it out. The TikTok dances, I'm like, man, I could choreograph something a They're little better. They're lame. lame. And, yeah. like, very, like sexual for some reason i'm always like why are you doing that i know i'm kind of <laughs> glad tiktok rare like I'm glad what? tiktok never existed speaking of high school because i feel like that would have been the worst since we live in a college town like i guess that's like you know the age group and so if you go out to dinner the odds of you oh we were at that baseball game and they were doing a tiktok behind home plate yeah and i'm like yeah. what are you doing sit down sweetheart so Okay, yeah, sorry for my rant. But basically, yes, anything top 40, that is my favorite. top 40s. Yes, sorry. Okay, this is a good one. What is something embarrassing that you did in front of Drew when y'all first started dating? Ooh, that is a good one. Hmm. It doesn't have to be anything, like, super embarrassing, but I don't think I've ever done anything super embarrassing in front of him. Well, who knows, but at least (laughs) I don't think so. (laughs) At this point, I'm, you know, you don't really care, but it's like... I'm trying to think about back when we were like first, when I was first trying to like. So I think the most embarrassing thing is that I had to have a conversation with him about my extensions. And that's always a very (laughs) weird conversation to have with someone that you're dating. Like I've had extensions now for eight, nine years. So that's a lot of time. And I've only been with Drew for almost four. So that's other times that I've had to explain that. Or I try not to ever explain that to guys unless we're like serious but because they touch your head yes like eventually my mom was like what do you do when guys touch your head I'm like mom we don't need to have that conversation but it literally <laughs> is so weird like how do you explain that so I try not to and I remember it was like few months into stating and I remember having this conversation with my roommate like I have to tell him like I have extensions just because it's weird if I don't you know and he sees it and then she was like okay yeah so I told him and he's like yeah I know that I'm like how'd you know he's like you told me the first night that we met. I was like, I did? Oh my goodness. I had no idea. And that's what happens when you have a few too many cocktails. But Yeah. And what Carson and I had to have the same conversation because I, you know, I have them too. And it's just like so awkward. I don't even know why it's awkward. It's yeah. like guys don't care, but it's just weird. Some guys do. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh 
know. Maybe it's just our guys that don't care. Yeah, they don't care. I was like, well, this is going to be in my head permanently, so don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I have a semi-football-related question. So, what is one project or chore you wish Carson would help you do, but, like, you end up having to do it on your own? Ooh. Like, if you could pick anything that he would help you do for the rest of your entire life what would it be oh man I only get one no I'm just kidding probably he does a lot though so I think probably just he hates putting up laundry and I don't really like it either so I mean during the season I mean I know that I'm the one that's putting it up Mm -hmm. and so it doesn't bother me because I've just kind of like accepted the fate of like it's laundry it's whatever but that would probably be the one just because Once you, like, put it off, if you have, like, a busy week and you put off your laundry, like, you are going to pay for it. Yeah. Like, so he just only hates putting it away, but he doesn't mind, like, doing the laundry. No, he doesn't mind doing it. It's the putting the away part. So, like, a couple weeks ago, I'm totally throwing him under the bus right now. (laughs) A couple weeks ago, I had the laundry and we wash our stuff separately because his workout stuff, I'm like, no thanks. And (laughs) I'm like, I want my own stuff cleaned a certain way. So I do his a certain way and mine, calls crazy, whatever. But we all um, of your clothes. Yeah, I do all mine separately from his. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Oh my god. That would take me seventeen years. Yeah, I do it separate just because his workout stuff. I mean, I don't want it mixed with my regular clothes. So. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, so he had it in there, and I hear him open like the laundry room, and I'm like, oh yes, he's gonna go get his laundry. And I'm like thinking he goes and restarts the dryer, and I was like what are you doing? He's like, oh, it was wet. Like I need to fluff it. And I go, oh boy. I was like (laughs) fluffing. So it was like 830 at night. And, um, I hear the little buzzer thing go off on the dryer and he was like, okay, the laundry's done. And I was like, yeah, it is. We're going to go put it up together. (laughs) I was like, I'm not getting suckered into doing this by myself. So he and I, he like got up all quiet and we went and put it up together, but no, he does a lot of other stuff. So probably laundry. That's so funny. Also that you said put the laundry up yeah I've never heard that before. what do you call phrase. it away. hold it oh put you don't laundry know. away oh I always say put it up yep put it up yeah put it up. Huh. I don't know maybe it's a Texas thing I think I don't is. know I'm sure someone will let us know after this <laughs> okay my last football question is okay mine wasn't really about a chore it's kind of a, a deeper question but what's something unexpected from being in the football industry that you figured out super quickly I honestly didn't know how much time they spend working because I mean we've talked about this before but I've been in sports for a long time and I've I know a lot of baseball players so I know what it takes for a baseball player but they always get like off days yeah and in football like the players get off days but the coaches don't get off days during the season and I think to me that was so like mind-blowing that you don't even get a day yeah it's like there's no sick day yeah it's just like Sorry. Yeah, like you don't get anything. Like you are working Monday through Sunday every single week for the entire season, which is always like crazy to me. I just didn't realize because, you know, when you're a player, you get that off weekend and you don't have to go and do workouts and things like like you literally get it off usually Mm -hmm. or like you do a workout in the morning and you have the rest of the day. And so I was just always so used to that when he was like, oh, yeah, you know, we have an off weekend this weekend. I'm like, cool. Like, are you going to come visit me? And he's like, no, I have to work. I'm like, yeah. You're like, what? Are, okay. What? Yeah. So I think that was just crazy. Yeah. 
Well, I, I agree. It is super weird. But thank you all for listening to our random rapid fire questions. Mm-hmm. So I think that was pretty good. Yeah. 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 We appreciate great. you guys tuning in and we'll see you next week for season two. Yeah. So excited. Woohoo. Thank you so much for listening to more than a season podcast. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at more than a season underscore women's guide for the latest updates. You can also follow our personal Instagram accounts at Ashley M. Kramer and Britt Labby. We would love it if you would download, subscribe, and leave us a review on your choice of platform. Thank you so much. See you next time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.